It's Wild D. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wild D podcast where we celebrate the heart of America and the spirit of small towns. Tonight, I'd like to talk to you about something that struck a chord with me recently. You know, they say that big cities have all the glitz and glam, but sometimes it's the small towns that truly define who we are. Now, I'm sure many of you heard of Jason Aldean's song, Try That in a Small Town, and boy, it's a powerful anthem that speaks volumes about the tight-knit communities and the values that they hold dear. So let's dive right in and explore the magic of small towns. First off, in a small town, everybody knows your name. And not just your name, but your family's name, your dog's name. It's that genuine connection with our neighbors that makes us feel like we belong. Like we're part of something that's bigger than ourselves. In the hustle and bustle of the big city, you might get lost in the sea of strangers, but in a small town, you're never lost. You're found and you're embraced. Everyone looks out for each other, and when someone's in need, the community comes together like an unstoppable force. But let's not forget about the power of gossip in small towns. Oh yes, the grapevine is alive and well, spreading news faster than wildfire. You might think your secrets are safe, but before you know it, the whole town knows what happened, where it happened, and sometimes even why it happened. And let's talk about Friday night football. It's practically a religious experience in small towns. When the stadium lights illuminate the field, the whole town gathers to cheer on their team. The pride and passion that fill the air are infectious, uniting us in a way that truly feels special. It's not just about the football that brings us together. Small towns have an uncanny ability to celebrate everything, from the annual county fair to the quirky town festivals that no one outside our bubble quite understands. And let me tell you, we wouldn't have it any other way. Now in a big city, you might have countless dining options, trendy cafes, international cuisines, but in a small town, it's all about that one family-owned diner where the waitress knows your usual order and insists on giving you an extra pie because you're too skinny. Life in a small town might seem slow-paced to some, but that's the beauty of it. It allows us to appreciate the little things that often go unnoticed. These are the moments that make memories that we'll cherish forever. So let's celebrate Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town. Let's remember the simplicity, the warmth, and the sense of belonging that comes with living in a tight-knit community. Big cities have their own allure, but there's nothing quite like the heart and soul of a small town. Hey, hey, yo, fam, man, come on. I think they get the point, man. We got more to talk about. Welcome to the Wild D Podcast, where our primary goal is to keep you informed and to be your central point of contact for what's happening around us. And anytime we get a chance, we like to give you something to think about. So if you're new to the show, we cover a wide range of topics from society to sobriety. From the culture to the vultures, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. But hey, before we get started, please do me a favor and click the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you, so thank you for your support, your feedback, and your ratings. Now let's get into it. So yeah, welcome everybody. Wanted to talk to you about uh, Jason Aldean's uh, Try That in a Small Town. Obviously, you know the topic now um, after the great monologue, uh, but I wanted to welcome a special guest today, my man Kenneth Smith. How are you doing, brother? I'm good, man. How you doing? Man, doing well, doing well. It's been a while since I had you on. 
Uh, I know that, you know, we have uh, sometimes we align on the same ideals and sometimes our ideals are a little conflicting. With that being the case, I felt like you were a great person with a great perspective to share some feedback based off of the uproar that we've seen lately in our community and other communities, even in the country community where CMT has banned the video for Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town. So, you know, just jumping into the topic, what's your thoughts on the video? What's your thoughts on the song? They banned it? Yeah, CMT has banned the <laughs> video. I swear, I didn't know that, man. I mean, um, I never heard it until somebody brought it to my attention. And they said they were talking about black people. He was talking about black people in a, a song. And um, me, I supported it 100%. Because I don't think he was talking about black people. He was talking about anybody else. You know, like other white people, Mexicans, anybody, blacks, that want to come into that small town. He's like, he like, you can do that over there. Don't do it over here. But that's just, to me, upholding the ideals that they um they have, they, their belief system, and uh, how they believe that people should act in public. I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with that. That's, that's just like saying... You can do whatever you want to do over there, but when you come over here, we got a problem with that. We all we we don't hurt each other and we protect each other. That's real. Yeah, I can respect that point of view. I think based off of the song and what was being described in the song, it's more like, hey, we're here to protect our community. We're here to support one another. Right. And when you listen to the I'm sorry, when you watch the video and listen to the song, it's almost depicted as hey, we are not going to stand for what happens in the big cities during most of these protests, during, uh, uh, let's just say, some of the recent things that happened, the BLM movement or you know any type of uh, riots or whatever. Hey, you can try that in the big city where they're okay with you doing these public protests, but uh, you know, spitting in somebody's face or spitting in the cop's face or trying to loot steal from one of us that's not going to happen in a small town. So I think that that was where the backlash has come from. And also some of the clips in the videos or what was shown one, he was in front of, I believe the courthouse in Columbia, where I think they wanted to talk about um, some people that actually got killed. <laughs> and then I think they they killed an individual, a black individual, and then drugged their body uh, into in front of that courthouse for I guess you know public viewing. Just as a reminder to the that's what, that's what happened to you when you go to that small town. What's wrong with that? It's because he's black. I mean, think about it, man. If you come over here trying, we're gonna do something to you. You feel me? I don't care who you are, as long as you're not us. Of course, like. You know the sheriff and everything in your town, like small town. You know what I'm saying? Like you grew up with him. He probably your uncle or something. So if you come over here spitting in the police face, y'all do that over there. But you come over here, we're gonna do like we did that little black dude over there by the courthouse. But that don't mean that he it's like they're targeting black people. There's outsiders who want to bring chaos to my neighborhood. We're not going for that. He didn't he wasn't even rhyming. He giving you a message. Like, what do black people say though? The KKK people talk about them. They say, let them come over here to the hood. We're going to do them. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. But nobody says get get offended by that. And then if they shot a video with 100 guns, 
and a thousand blunts and saying, you know, all kind of stuff. And I killed this other black man. Nobody gets offended by that. But we get offended when a white man says, hey, look, I'm going to make a statement. I'm, you know, I'm tell the world how it is. I mean, that's what they say rap is. They don't want the rappers to get held accountable for the lyrics in court. You know what I'm saying? So how can you hold this man accountable for his lyrics? Any kind of way. Because y'all are talking nonsense and rap. That's what I'm saying, man. Black, it's like a double standard. If a white man, if a black man say, hey, what's up, nigga? Then it's cool. But if a, a black, if a white man says that, then everybody try to kill him. That's crazy. Based off of the communities, it seems like one thing's okay, or depending on the messenger, one thing's okay. But if another person says it, then it's not. Is that what you're saying? It's not. Okay. It's not. And you and, and like, come on, man. I did that before. You know, like I when I was a kid. You know, I beat up white boys. They'd be like, "What's up, nigga?" And a black man just said, a black dude just said, "What's up, nigga?" Five minutes ago, and I'm like, "What's up?" Shook his hand. But he'll say it, and then I know that he's not saying it in a negative way. I know what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? But I beat him up anyway because that's what I was. That was ignorance I was taught. And we we doing the same stuff as grown men. You know what I'm saying? These dudes are 40, 37 years old, 25, even 25. You should have been and grew out of that mind frame. Like, I'm I'm not, like, my whole point about it is he's right. He's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, people in the hood say, like, come on now. It might be somebody coming by in a suit and tie. And they say, who is that nigga right there? Go get him. Go beat him up. And he comes to the hood. I mean, he's doing something right. He's like, finna go get a job. He might be coming from a job with all these niggas need. But, He's walking in the hood with a suit and tie, and he a black man. They might say beat him up because he's a goofy or something. You know what I'm saying? Like beat him up. He look like a lane. He a police officer. You know they try to make it. They, everybody trying to flip it to say like he's saying something wrong. I'm just saying he's right because nobody says nothing when the hood says that. Like if he come over here, man, we're gonna beat his ass just because you know he's doing over it. Like he's a child molester. You come over here, man. You doing that child molester stuff? We're gonna beat your ass over here. You know what I'm saying? But then a white man says it, it's like, oh my God, he's racist and banned the video, other white people jumping on it. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, when when is anybody going to speak up, be able to speak up besides black people? And then it's like, you know, I never met a slave. I've never been a slave. So we're still talking about that? when it, Just because a white man says, <laughs> don't come over to my town and try no crazy stuff? I mean, I think everybody in America right now, my whole point is everybody in America is like, man, we're not finna go for this kind of stuff. And, you know, in different states and different parts of America, people like, we seeing people shooting up schools, doing crazy stuff, man. And people like, look, I'm getting my family, I'm praying, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting myself together, got my guns together, got my bullets together. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm praying for my family and I'm praying for peace. But if you come over here with this, I'm going to do something to you. That's, I think, what everybody's kind of doing. Black people, white people, everything. I mean, they got some kind of, you know, they got stuff going on that's kind of, um, like, people saying, like, uh, the KKK might come back and stuff like that. That's what people gossiping and saying. But black people trying to get themselves prepared for that. Like, hey, y'all come over here. Hey, we ready. So to not make it a black and white thing, I think what I'm not trying to, right? I don't think that that's what it was intended at least the song was intended to be. Um, but I think that's how it's being depicted. 
in in certain areas, right? So going back to what you you referenced, some of the the KKK pieces of it, it seems like there's actually some recruiting elements of the KKK going on right now. And I don't know if this is actually real, but you know, <laughs> at the place that I stand, you don't have an opportunity to think if it's real or not. You know, if you see something like that, you got to look at it like it's real, just based off of the historic meaning. And and what they've done, right? But with that, I'm sorry. With that being the case, what I'm thinking about is um, some of the taglines that's been associated with what's been going on, and some of the the phrases that's been left is aligned with that song. So I can see how that being said, or that song that that's out there, and then you know CMT banning it, yeah, and they're banning it for a reason, considering the idea and the fact that. The people that are going out recruiting as part of the new KKK or, you know, just going out and then offering services as the KKK are actually having that as a tagline saying, try that in a small town. I think TMZ, I mean, um, CMT, they're banning it because of money, man. They're banning it because they're trying to be politically correct, you know. And that's all it is, is politics, man. Like, when you ban a video, it's politics. That's just like, you know, if the police, they had to ban them from doing shows and stuff like that, because if they get in fights in the venue, the police get mad and try to fight them, whatever, whatever, somebody dies, then it's bad for business. So CMT don't care. You know what I'm saying? They probably feel the same way. I bet you the people that are working for CMT got their stuff ready. They're prepared. For somebody coming to their small town, I mean, they just they're doing it. But I'm saying though, it's the crybabies that keep on saying it's everything is racist. Like you can say, like you know, I, 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 can I say, can I speak my mind 100 percent, or is it like we're gonna try to keep it cool? I think you already been doing that, so <laughs> ain't no <laughs> ain't no reason to slow it down. Go ahead. Yeah, I think he's talking about everything he's seeing in the news because why would why would he say those few things he said like spitting up police officer's face or rob an old lady. He's seeing that kind of nonsense going on around the world. And um, I mean, of course, if he's from a small town, how would he even know what's going on? So he's seeing, he's, he's you know, watching the news. He's seeing, um, he's gathering his information about the world today. And he's like, look, he's looking at his town like, we're still wholesome, man. We still got a corner store. Like um, Finn said, we got, uh, you know, one football field we got one diner. If you mess that one up, we don't have any other choices. And I've been going there since I was four years old. I used to sit on the bench next to my dad and order a coffee, you know, and try to be a grown man at four. I remember that diner. So if you mess with the lady that's working there, either that's the person that served me back then or her daughter or something like that. Like, we're going to do something to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's how we gather our facts of the world today. And um, it, he might have been talking about everybody, everything he sees going on around him, you know, in the world. But um, the man ain't got nothing out for black people or nothing like that. That's crazy that people even think that. But I respect them thinking that, you know, like because, of course, you know, the past, the history of this country. But sometimes you got to stop looking in the rearview mirror and drive straight. Man, you're not going to get to any destination, any destination looking in that rear view. 
right? That's that's for right. a quick scan, man. That's a quick scan, and then you got to give back to what's in front of you, you know. Um, but I I do think that you know you're bringing up a really good point, right? So it's not just a certain group of individuals, um, or just let's just call it what it is. It's not a inner city or big city individuals that that he's referring to more so he's talking about what's on the news and you don't see those things happen in small areas whether it be uh vandalism or you know setting buildings on fire or <laughs> or whatever the case is because they have their ways of talking about it going about it and working it out amongst themselves um let's just say for example for me if I moved into, well, it's one point in time I moved into a small city, a small community, pretty big city, but it was a small community. And um, with that, uh, I was preparing the house, moving moving things around the house and um, trying to do some, some cleaning before I really set down my view of what I wanted my house to look like. So while I'm in there just cleaning and getting things prepared, I had uh, the door ring door knock. I decided to open the door and I had a family from across the street. They came over and then they were like, hey, you know, we see that you're our new neighbors. We noticed that you all are going to church. Like, where do you all worship? Um, you know, like they had gifts. <laughs> it was, I met the whole family. That was just an amazing experience. And then I'm not the type of person because of where I come from. Like, I don't associate with neighbors like that. Like, I don't talk, you know, I just wave high hope you're well and then go on but they were letting me know that it was totally different there and they wanted that community aspect of it they wanted to be like hey if you're going to be out of town we want to travel for work you're going to be out of town and let us know that we'll keep an eye on the house you know and it's all good and then they would let me know when they're going out of town you know just to let me know hey keep an eye on the house that's a different type of community atmosphere right so you have a family that you're building away from your family and i think that that's the essence of what the song was. Now, what the video portrayed and how that may have incited some different type of feelings based off of what's going on in the world, I totally get that. Um, but I can't say that he's 100% wrong or right. I think that, I think that, you know, it's a funny way of, actually, when you think about content creation, it's a funny way of getting people engaged and getting people to talk about certain things too, right? So he pulled out images of like protests and like little things that you would see in the clips and the news that was in constant circulation. However, his video was banned before, for those images. So can you do me a favor, like really help me understand how can you ban a video based off of a song that's put to the same images that the media has portrayed in the news cycle to get people outraged and incited or upset about, right? So all he pretty much said is, like, I'm giving you what y'all gave me. Y'all been feeding this to me. Because they can only control the narrative. They can only control the situation, man. Think about it. It's like if you go to church, right, or you go to a place to structure, and they're in control, like Jehovah's Witness or something like that, or anybody, you know, any religion. Or you go somewhere where, you know, a Boys and Girls Club, and you say, hey, we're going to do this. They say, we're going to play basketball. You say, no, we're going to play football. 
you can't do that because <laughs> they in control. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like they got everything planned out. It's all strategy, man. Think about it. So the same, like you said, that's a good point. The same thing that y'all put on the news, I took off of the news and I put it on my video and you banned it. So think about it. You know we was wrong when you posted it, right? There you go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think that that's, that's crazy, the part that, I mean, like when I look at it like that, then it, it almost gives it perspective. And I understand that like we're in this world, like let's be honest, man. If you get on your phone for five, ten minutes and you get to scrolling, you're going to see something that's going to get you upset, right? And I think that that's going to make you, that that emotion is what, social media media is all about like even if it's fear right a lot of people are going to tune into the news and what they tune in the news to do to figure out what areas of the town to stay away from or what robberies what crimes were committed in their local areas um what type of <laughs> what type of foods had recalls or whatever the situation is just to push that fear um with that i think that you know, whatever that emotion is, then you got to recognize what it is, but also look and say, hey, is this person wrong for saying what he's saying? I think the song, like I said, going back, I think the song is totally different than the video. However, I can't look at that video and be too upset if the same individuals that are upset about what that video is showing in those images that are shown in that video were not upset at the news media for continuing to pump it. Right, right. Right. But my, my thing is too though, like I look at it like this. I'm in Nashville, right? Well, I was I was at the time I was in Bellevue and I'm seeing all the news from Nashville. You know, I'm like, dang, somebody died again last night. Somebody got shot, somebody got robbed. <clears throat> I'm looking at it at work because I never watch the news. But every time I'm at work, you know, the news is on. So I'm like Dang, so what I did is went to the Glock store, got prepared, you know, like, and I'm carrying it every day, and I was waiting on something to happen, because the news will get you paranoid, you know what I'm saying? It, I mean, stuff happens. There's a lot of isolated incidents and stuff like that, too. I mean, it's not like it's a conspiracy to for somebody to come get you just because stuff is happening, but that's kind of like, on his part, if it's anything you can say, it's like an overreaction. You know, because they're not doing it in your small town. So I can see, I can play the devil's advocate and say for the people who are saying something about that, that we haven't did anything in your small town. They've been It's been going on over here, so mind your business. You know, that's what I think some people could get from that, you know, because we haven't bothered you. So why are you making a song like this? But it's freedom of expression, man. It's free speech. You should be able to say and do whatever you want to do as long as it's not stepping on this person's toes, he's just talking. You know, this is a song. And that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, people can say stuff and everybody want to just twist it into something else now. You know, like, oh, he's, he's racist. He's doing this. He's doing that. Like, he's just talking, man. He just ha he's making a song. And he thought it would be nice, a hot song for his community and for him to listen to and, you know, share it with the world and they can feel like that about their own town. And maybe people need to start taking pride in their own town, you know? And 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 it's two people, to me, like two kind of mindsets. Somebody who's always saying, man, they did me wrong, man. You remember when they took $20 from me? You remember when they robbed me? Always crying about what somebody did to them. And some people that say, man, I, I used to do this to people, man. Or 
I, I, you know, I see that I do this to people. I make people feel this kind of way, so I'm gonna stop. So either you're gonna be always saying playing the victim, or you're gonna be trying to right wrongs. And I think looking back in the rearview mirror, that was a perfect analogy when you said like, like glance back and start looking back forward because you can see like, hey, people did this back in the day. Okay, let me watch my back. But these people in front of me are not doing that right now. Well, when you see situations like this, you start to get like, I guess, a, a deeper understanding of what's going on in the world. Because if you're not in it, then you either two things, right? You can have empathy for the situation or you can be like, man, it ain't got nothing to do with me. For me, since I've been on both sides of the coin, the one question that I would have is, how are y'all okay with these things happening in a big city? Because it doesn't seem like you're upset at him for calling out the the truths of it being, hey, this is not what's going to happen in a small town. We know for sure that these types of behaviors and these types of scenes don't happen in a small town. But I don't see any action towards stopping it from happening in a bigger city. Since you're, that's true. You know, since, that's true. Since you're a little frustrated about the situation, or you have some emotions towards the video, the song, um, uh, the outrage, you know, maybe even the KKK. The KKK, that's small town stuff, right? That's that's Pulaski, Tennessee, where it started, right? Um, Columbia, mm-hmm. Tennessee, is you know another small town. He didn't shoot that video in the middle of Nashville, Tennessee. Right. And what is Nashville, Tennessee? Country music capital. He's pretty much saying that hey, th- these types of things aren't going to happen in a small town. So for the people in That's the big true. city that are so upset about what's happening in a small town, how are you not upset about what's happening in your town? See, that's that's what it is. It's like when you put that out there, it's like um, a man describing his first kiss or it's, you know, first time doing riding a bike or something. And he he puts it out there, it's for you to catch it. People put game out for you to catch it. And you grab it and you remember, like, dang. You remember, I remember the first time I had my first kiss or first time I got on the bike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But So that means if I'm saying that I'm taking pride in my community, ownership of my community, and, and I'm going to keep it clean, that's what the song is saying, and y'all are not going to bring that bull crap that's out there into here, then that if everybody caught that, if, if 50 people caught it, and then they spread it around their states in 50 different states, then America would be great. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they, they say, man, I'm going to start cleaning up in my area if, it's, if it needs to be, if I have time. Um, you know, the kids over there that don't have nothing to do, man, I'm telling them to, to chill. I'm going to take them over here to the summer program, get them signed up, something, give the homeless people pizza in my community, something, you know, but like, it'd be great if everybody could pick up what he's trying to put down, but they just trying to change it into something negative and bring their points up and say, man, you know, we got done wrong. And they just did this with affirmative action, stuff like that. Like it's cool to have your problems or, you know, problems with the government and stuff like that, or how stuff is going on. That's cool. Voice that. But this man didn't do anything. That's true. That's true. I mean, listen, life is all about perspectives, learning, situations, 
um, how you deal with situations and navigating through your own experiences and continuing to to thrive. At least that's how I look at it. Um, in this situation right here, I think it's clear that there's a lot of energy and pent up or boiled up energy that we have as people. And I think we, we have to also think about where to put that energy. Right. Um, you know, some people like to work out. Some people like to meditate. Some people like to take action, you know, uh, whatever that case may be. And with you having this energy, I don't believe the best way to handle it is to just use your your thumbs and type away at responses. You know, if you have some actions in place or you have some thoughts in place, then we invite you here on our platform or any other platform. Use your platform to really talk about it to encourage change. But, um, you know, the, the place that I stand and where I stand, I think that, you know, I, I would want you to respect your neighbor. To I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to my neighbor. Um, or the people that are around me to protect me because I know that I'm around and protect a few people too. Reach out to us and tell us what you enjoyed about the episode or what you felt like you disagreed with the episode as well. We'll have all that information in the show notes. And please share the podcast with your friends and family, friends of family and family of friends because there's not too many things better than the community developing together. Remember, your life only gets better when you do. Work on yourself first and the rest will follow. Let that be a testament to your own development. See you next time.